Hello everyone, Randy Weddle here. I'm your host for Creation Anew, and I'm so glad that you're with me. I'm the pastor of Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana, and I'm also the pastor of Mount Pleasant Christian Church, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And again, I'm so glad that you're with me today. Hey guys, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're talking about, we have been talking about, the concept of brokenness in human beings and where we've come from so far is that we know that um, we're all broken everybody has sinned and fallen short of the glory of god the bible says and uh we know that there is a brokenness for believers and non-believers now let's start with non-believers just to kind of review a little bit non-believers are broken because they have sinned against god and they remain broken because they are not going to the source of where they can get um, healing, where they can be repaired. And believers are still broken because even though they've gone to Christ and they've trusted in Him to repair them, they still have remnants of brokenness. So what we have discovered so far is that believers can still do bad things. But what we're going to and we're going to talk about this a little bit more as we go. But believers still have a nature within them that is of the old nature. Okay? And it's like a, the way I would describe it would be like a, a specter or a ghost of the past. And that ghost of the past can still get involved and still be stirred up. And the believer can still rebel against God. So we still have a, a brokenness to us as believers. So let's start at that point and we're going to talk more about the believer and his or her brokenness. So where I'm going is I'm going to go and and I hope that you don't think that this is some, some kind of cop out on uh, the part of Christians because um, you know we say that we still sin. We, we still sin because we have like I said that remnant of an old nature that believers have only that old nature or unbelievers have only that old nature whereas believers have a new nature that's the whole thing of creation anew is that when someone comes to Christ they are infused with the nature of God that doesn't mean they become deities it just means that they now have the holy spirit living on the inside of them it's it's like a, an infusion of of god's nature and there's a difference with believers and unbelievers even in their brokenness and we're going to learn that today now let me just quickly say and I'm not trying to bash unbelievers I'm just because I was I was this way too before I became a believer in Christ I didn't have a new nature I only had an old nature and that old nature had a bent towards rebellion 
to God. Now, there might be some bright and shining moments where I didn't do that, but for the most part, I just wanted to rebel against God. Well, as a believer, I still have some of that old nature, but I have a new nature. And you can almost think of this as kind of like a Jekyll and Hyde type of thing, where you want to do what's right, but you don't always do what's right. Okay? So let's explain this. Where I'm going with this, and, and, and it, it, I just want to say that the believer has two natures. The unbeliever has one nature. The unbeliever has a nature to rebel against God. The believer has a nature that still can rebel against God, but also a nature that wants to obey God. So let's let's get into this. Um, where I'm going is I'm going to Romans chapter 7, and I'd like to read to you verses 14 through 25. Romans 7, 14 through 25. The Apostle Paul writes this, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of flesh, sold into bondage to sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For I am not practicing what I would like to do, but I am doing the very thing I hate. But if I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. So now, no longer am I the one doing it, but sin which dwells in me. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. For the willing is present in me, but the doing of the good is not. For the good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. But if I am doing the very thing I do not want, I am no longer the one doing it but sin which dwells in me. I find then the principle that evil is present in me, the one who wants to do good. But I joyfully concur with the law of God in the inner man. But I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin, which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, Who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God, through Christ Jesus, or through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then, on the one hand, I myself, with my mind, am serving the law of God. But on the other, with my flesh, the law of sin. Okay, that was a lot. And I just want to take this uh, somewhat, you know, let's just break this down and, and find out what's going on. Now, some people have said that the Apostle Paul is talking about his days before he believed in Jesus. I don't believe that's the case, because Paul is talking more in the present, and he's writing to the Romans. He has been a believer. So I don't think Paul is talking about his old days. He's talking about what's happening to him when he, at the time he was writing this, uh, this, uh, uh, this book of Romans. He talks a lot in here about 
not wanting to do what he is doing and doing what he doesn't want to do. And he is talking about this struggle in the Christian life to do what God wants us to do, but failing to do what God wants us to do. And what Paul does is he breaks down, he breaks this down into segments, if you will, of a human being. Now, let's take a look at this because human beings, we have a physical nature, we have a mental nature, and we have a spiritual. Well, let me I don't want to get confused with the word nature here. We have a physical side. That's easy to see. You know, you look down at your hands and there you are. There's your body, right? We have a mind and we think, okay? And and I'm not talking about the brain. I'm talking about the mind. So, we have a a physical side, we have a mental side, and we also have a spiritual side. That's that's a, the makeup of a human being. And when someone is saved, what happens is their spiritual comes alive. Their spiritual side comes alive. Their soul, if you will, comes alive. But that is the part that is completely redeemed. Okay, hang with me here. The mind and the body are not completely redeemed. Okay? So, where why would I say something like that? Well, because Paul says in here, he says, you know, we are sold into uh, into bondage to sin. I am a fleshly being, and what I do, I don't want to do. I don't understand this, he says, but I, I'm doing what I don't want to do. And what I do, I, I hate. Well, that's because something has come alive in Paul's life, and that something that is fully alive would be the spiritual side. So he's awakened to the things of God. And his mind is also redeemed, but it's not fully redeemed. The reason why I say that is he says here, you know, I do the things I I don't want to do. And in verse 16 of this passage, he said, If I do the very thing I do not want to do, I agree with the law, confessing that the law is good. Now, the law there would be the law of God, okay? Uh, the, t- the Ten Commandments. Alrighty? And Paul says, I know what the law says. So his mind understands the law. But his mind doesn't always lead him to obey the law. So his mind is partially redeemed. His soul, the spiritual side of him, is completely redeemed. His mind is partially redeemed. And that's why Paul can say here, so now no longer I am the one 
doing it, sin. Okay, I'm not. He said, "I'm no longer the one that's sinning, but sin dwells in me." So Paul is fully redeemed in his spirit, in in the spiritual side of him. In his mind, he's partially redeemed, so he can understand right and wrong. But he still does wrong, and and he'll do that, and he doesn't want to do that. So mentally. He knows he's doing wrong, and he agrees with the law that says what you're doing is wrong. And as we go on in this passage, he says, "I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is in my flesh, for the willingness is present in me, but the doing of the good is not." Now he brings something else in here. He brings his flesh. That would be his body. Now, his body at this point in time is not redeemed. Now, why would I say that? Well, because his body simply follows what his mind is telling it to do. And if there are times whenever Paul's mind acts like an unredeemed mind, well, his body is just simply going to follow. Now, for those of you that are doubting um, the 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 partial redemption of the mind, I want to read something to you. in In Romans chapter twelve, verse two, Paul says this: "And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove." What the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Did you hear the one part though? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's something that continues to happen after you're saved. So that's why I say your mind, the mental part of you, is partially redeemed. And you need a continual renewal. Well, how do we do that? Well, we do that by by immersing ourselves into God's Word. The spirit of of man who who believes on Jesus is fully redeemed, fully changed. It can't get any more saved than what it is at the time it's converted. But the mind is a process. It. Can continually be renewed while we're here on Earth, and and we we talk about that, and you know we talk about repentance. Well, repentance is just as vital for the believer as it is for the unbeliever. Now, for the unbeliever, repentance means you change your mind about who Jesus is and what He can do for you. And if you change your mind from unbelief in Jesus to belief in Jesus, you become. Renewed, you become a new creation. Your mind needs to constantly be renewed. That's why we study the Bible. That's why we continue to to dwell on the things of God. When we don't do those things, when we don't dwell on God's word, and and fill our minds with the truth of God, we can start getting off track. So that's why Paul says in Romans twelve two, be transformed, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. 
So the redemption of the mind is partial here on this side of eternity. Now let's get to the flesh. The the physical body of man or woman is not redeemed on this side of eternity. Now what would make me say that? Well, the reason why I say that is because we can actually see that our bodies are deteriorating. They're not getting better. We don't usually get healthier as we get older. We don't usually get more strength as we get older. We lose it. And we don't usually gain clearer eyesight. We lose it, right? That's what I mean by our bodies are not redeemed on this side of eternity. And that is what Paul starts getting into when he starts talking about that there's there's nothing good in him in the flesh. So Paul goes on, let me read that to you here. Verse 18 of Romans 7 says, For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh. See, our flesh, everything was corrupted by sin, all of creation, including the, the, the spirit, the mind, and the body of human beings. And we're redeemed in spirit at the time of conversion, and our minds begin a, a, a partial redemption that we practice here on earth. We fill our minds with the truth. And then on when eternity comes, our minds will be fully redeemed. So the soul is fully redeemed. The mind is partially redeemed. And the flesh, Paul says, that there's nothing, that, nothing good that dwells in my flesh. Well, the reason why is our bodies will not be redeemed on this side of eternity. They're going to be redeemed on the other side of eternity. Not not while we're living in this life, but in the next. And we see that, that God is going to resurrect all of the dead. And those who have believed in him, well, they're going to be resurrected to life. Those who didn't believe in him, their bodies will be resurrected, but will be resurrected to death. You may ask, well, will I know other people in eternity? I believe you will. Because you're going to have a mind, spirit, and body, whether you live with or without Christ in eternity. Our bodies will someday rejoin our souls in our minds and we will be fully redeemed and I'm talking again I'm talking about believers our bodies will be fixed healed healthy now can there be healing on this side you know on this earth in this time span well sure but we still deteriorate like for example Lazarus was risen from the dead Okay, God, God resurrected him from the dead. But Lazarus eventually went on to die. So we will have the same thing. Our bodies will continually start failing us 
here on earth they will they will continue to ter- deteriorate our bodies will be you know disposed of either buried or cremated or or what have you but then god is going to remake our bodies even and at that point in time the christian is going to be whole completely but we're not there yet you see redemption is a now but not yet type of thing our spirits are fully redeemed that's that's i mean that's that's why we can say we have eternal life at the point that we believe in jesus our minds we need to constantly be renewing our minds and our bodies well there's not really much we can do our, you know we can try to stay healthy eat right do all the things but eventually our bodies will give out that's because we don't have a redemption for our bodies on this side of eternity i hope this makes sense to you because it explains why believers do bad things paul goes on and he says you know in my mind verse 21 well he, let me go back to verse 20 he says but if i am doing the very thing i do not want i no longer i am no longer the one doing it but sin which dwells in me that this isn't a cop out by the apostle paul he's just saying in my spirit in, in the the spiritual side of me i want to do what's right in my mental side of me as i renew my mind i want to do what's right but sometimes my mind doesn't do what's right and my body follows and he says here he says i find a principle then that evil is present in me there's still evil in our minds that's why we need to continually renew even though we still at the same time with our minds want to do the right thing it's kind of a split personality type of thing and he goes on and he says but i see a different law in the members of my body waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members our bodies still want to do corruptible things and our minds will sometimes tell our bodies to do the cor- incorrupt or do corruptible things that's why christians still sin we are in a process of redemption we're fully saved because our spirits are saved but our minds and our bodies need to catch up our minds can catch up you know as we train ourselves in truth but our bodies won't catch up Romans 7:24 says wretched man that I am who will set me free from the body of this death in other words I still do what's wrong How can I escape this? And then he says, "Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord." So then, on the one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God. As I renew my mind, I can serve God. But on the other hand, with my flesh, I serve the law of sin. In other words, I disobey God. That's why believers still rebel against God. So believers have two natures. And the best way to to fight this problem is to be renewing your mind with truth. Remind yourself of the truth. 
And that way you can start training, you know, just start controlling your body to do what's right. But your body will continue to deteriorate. Now, I hope this makes sense. And if you have questions, you can write to me, randy at creationanew.com. And I, I know that there's a lot more we could talk more uh, talk about this, but we're going to stop for right now. But just know that we have two natures, and we still struggle. We we must depend upon Christ to do what's right. That's why we look into His Word and we follow His Word. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I want to tell you that I appreciate you being with me. If you want to support us, first of all, please pray. Second of all, tell others about this podcast. I hope it's an encouragement to you. And thirdly, if you want to give, you can do that. Uh, you can do that through creationanew.com. And the best way to do that is go to the resources page. And if you find something that you like there, you can purchase it and then we get a little cut off of that. So um, that would be the best way. But make sure before you support Creation Anew that you're taking care of your family and you're taking care of your home church. Guys, until next time, bye-bye.